In this week's episode of the Speak Like Me podcast, Chris takes photos of mushrooms, I get kicked out of a restaurant, and we discuss the open AI boardroom drama. Of course, we also learn a bunch of interesting words and phrases, such as a night and day difference and a cold open. I don't know. That's up to you, dude. I know. I'm still munching on my on my flapjack. So yeah. uh, I'm still munching on my. What is this? Yeah. What ex- what ex- what exactly is it? Um, Give us another look. Mm. It usually looks better than this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really depends who's in the kitchen. Because uh-huh. some days it like looks amazing and it's like really well mixed between the fries and the meat and the cheese. So I'm having poutine, uh, which is a Canadian um, meal, and it's like fries on the bottom, and then it's got cheese. It should be like lumps of cheese. And not cheese even curds. cheese, cheese curds. And they're very specific about that. It's like, oh, if it's not cheese curds, then it's not yeah. real poutine. Yeah, so this um, is not real poutine because it's not yeah. cheese curds. What is a curd? Um, I don't, actually don't know. It's Well, okay, so first of all... Curds and whey, right? Uh, sure. Um, so, well, I, I suppose it's probably, I guess, cheese or whatever made from the curdled product of milk or something okay because to curdle is what happens when you pour bad milk into hot coffee you know usually you can pour milk into coffee and then into hot coffee and then it's totally fine right but then sometimes if the milk is bad or it's going bad uh then uh you pour it in and it forms these gross lumps and chunks Right, and that, and then the milk curdles. It curdles. Yeah. Uh, so it's the process of milk becoming gross. It's got those big <laughs> lumps in it and nastiness. Yeah, but the and lumps so, apparently are good because that's what you make poutine with. Yeah, but you don't want to drink that in your coffee. Not really, no. Yeah. And like, I'm sure the process is more uh, involved. Like the actual process of getting proper cheese curds is more involved than that, mm. uh, uh, and more specific. Uh, but I don't know. That's that's that's. My guess, based on etymology. Anyway, so welcome, guys, to the Speak Let Me podcast. Yeah, and sorry for turning this into a a mukbang. What's that again? Starting it off as a mukbang, which is like the eating eating videos. So my apologies, my sincere apologies to anybody with um, misophonia, which is the... uh, It's not a fear, but it's like the intense hatred and discomfort you feel yeah. when you can very clearly hear somebody eating and making, yeah. you know, like mouth sounds yeah. from eating. So we're trying a new start today. We were keeping it fresh and speak like me, trying new things. We're trying, uh, would you call this a rolling start? I, I was guess trying to so, think rolling of a open. hot start or a rolling open. That sounds good. Yeah, I wouldn't say hot open or hot start because I would say that this is comparable to what is called a cold open in TV shows. Right? Yeah. So, for example, Game of Thrones. Everybody watch Game of Thrones. So, a regular open is you press play, because everybody pirated it. You press play, and the theme song starts. And then the theme plays, and then the, and then it's the episode. Okay. But a cold open is when you press play, and then it gets right into the... the first uh, scene. Yeah, the first scene, and then the credits start. That's a cold open. Okay. And this I is... I think that's what I was my brain was trying to come up with, but uh-huh. it mixed up the cold with hot. Okay. Yeah. So is this a cold open? 
Maybe. I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, we don't have a theme song. I guess. Or yeah. anything. So yeah, guys, welcome back to episode 59 of the Speak Lummy podcast. In case you're new and uh, for some reasons you've listened this far, <laughs> just talking about porn and... Mukbangs. Mukbangs, which all sounds like porn. Uh-huh. Sounds like it should be a porn. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, well, the pronunciation is actually mukbang. Uh, so yeah, mukbang. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. My bad. No, my um, bad. My yeah. bad. I, I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> so anyway, first. So, welcome to speak like me. Um, if you don't know who we are, uh, I'm Jacob from England, and I'm Chris from Australia, and we are uh, from Speak Like Me, which is a language school based in Prague, uh, where we make everything from scratch for Czech people. We're a corporate language school mostly, so we teach in a bunch of companies all around Prague. Um, not only in Prague, we can also teach online lessons if you're in Brno or Olomouc or wherever the hell you are. If you're Czech. You're in. <laughs> if you're not, <laughs> get out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. We've got, no, we've got students. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, Slovak yeah. uh, students to begin with, and then I've got a. I've even got a French student. Oh yeah. Um, and I've had Bulgarian students in the past. Okay. Um, I technically still have Bulgarian right. students. Um, yeah, yeah. How yeah. many how many Slovak students do you have, and how do you feel that that uh, well, changes now, between? I don't teach Slovak. very much anymore, but even from the ones I teach now, I have one. One, I think one. Mm. Yeah, but in the past I had maybe like three, four. Um, I really like them mm. because I can understand their Czech when they speak Czech like, okay. really well. Um, and they're just always really, um, even more so than Czechs in my experience, just full of life and happiness. And they just got, they've got like a real sort of energy about them. Uh-huh. Where Czech people are more likely, in my experience, uh, to complain about things. Uh, Slovaks are just like having a laugh, having a good time. And they, they there's this whole um, shit, what's it called? Um, stereotype or something that Czech men have of Slovak girls, which is that they're hotter than Czech girls, right? Sure. I think it's partly about the accent, but also yes. about how they look, mm. unless I'm mistaken. Um, That's my understanding of it as well. And I would say, uh, from my experience, it's also it's true. Yeah, I've uh, every Slovak I've taught, they've been gorgeous, they've been fun, uh, they, and the accent is nice because mm. uh, I think my Czech is good enough now to be able to tell that it's not Czech, like a Czech accent. Sure. What about you? What's your experience with Slovaks? Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah a lot of uh, uh, a lot of great Slovak students. Um, yeah, I think I would generally agree that yeah. uh, about like the being more full of life and a, a little bit more full of like. Uh, happiness and joy <laughs> Positivity and, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny Because you would think It should be the other way around Because when they split Czechoslovakia Czech Republic basically Got all the best uh, stuff It's like the richer area mm. And Slovakia is like A poor person's Czech Republic Well I was thinking about this Just now yeah. Well, well, we've been talking about it, and like well, that—that that might be true, and be and factor into this that like we mostly teach Slovaks that have left Slovakia and come to Prague. <laughs> they're so, like the lucky one percenters. They're yeah. like, oh, we're, we're, we're living our best lives, you know. We we, we came over, got we out left, of that shithole. Yeah, we left Slovakia and we came over to our dream city, you know, where we can still speak our language and be understood. But oh, that's like a good being point. A better, that's a really good point. I've never thought about that before. So all these sad, probably the ninety-nine percent stuck back in Slovakia here are depressed as hell and the ones that came here they're like oh this is the best could be could be Uh same with english people if you go to england they're all incredibly depressing um and depressed and the ones that you meet abroad are like it's a night and day difference and that's a nice expression if something is a night and day difference it's pretty obvious what it means it's as clear as the difference between night and day 
Um, and this is a compound adjective, which is an adjective with more than one word, night and day. And when you have compound adjectives, you have to put a pomlichka, a hyphen, in between each word. Night and day with pomlichki. Sometimes I'm sure I- you have to, but fucked if I ever do. No well, way I would put a... Uh, I would put that Chris, between... We're trying to sell our fucking language store here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use that shit. Okay, well, um, you should use them. Um, anyway, so I'm going to try and uh, start plugging Speak Like Me a bit more. Uh-huh. Um, not just our leaflets, and a good time to mention our amazing leaflets. Um, so we have explained all of English for Czech people. That's kind of our main goal as a company, is to give like a start-to-finish path to be able to speak like us. Yeah. That's the name of the school. Uh-huh. And like, but like a super clear, do this, then do this, do this, and keep it fun, keep it conversational. And we've essentially made three courses that get you there. Um, essential English, number one. English and useful things, number two. And interesting words, number three. And they all exist uh, as a video course, as an in-person course that you can learn in your companies, or in our leaflets, which are like an overview of the whole course and just give you a little... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> can you do it? What the fuck? <laughs> it's like gives you just a, each box is like the summary of the rule, so you can just see how it works and a couple <laughs> little pro tips. My brain just died. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and kind of our aim as a company is to make English learning way more fun, so you can have lessons which are got no stupid worksheets in them. You're not going to do any any bullshit, stupid convert like um, stupid, <laughs> stupid pronunciation exercises, all this shit. It's going to be talking, having a good mm. time, and then just we just correct you like, oh, you shouldn't say that. You should say this, and it's from this box. Practice it a bit, then get back to talking. Um, and it's working, Chris. The strategy is working. We now have 104 five-star reviews Ooh, on Google. Oh, that's huge. It is huge. That's massive. Yeah, I'm really pumped. Um, which is the most total stars of uh, any language school. And the only one with all five stars. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's so massive. If you want a bit of speak like me, just uh, hit us up. Go to our website, check us out. And I'm going to have a whiskey to celebrate. Chris is oh, not yeah. because you're a bit sick today. That's a bit right. Under the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a translation of podpsa. Podpsa, under the yep. dog. Yep. Which uh, I love that translation. Yeah, it's great. I yeah. always teach it. Yeah, whenever yeah. I'm feeling a little bit ill, I always say, oh, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit podpsa today. What yeah. do you think that translates to? And they're like, oh, well, under the dog. Yeah. And like, oh, do you know uh, pod operas? No. But do you know directly what it oh, means? Oh, yeah. Like, sorry, it's like under the picture? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. And it means when you have a massive hangover. Oh. I guess because you passed out and then ended up under a picture. I don't, okay, really, I don't really get why it's that, but I thought it was pretty interesting. Okay, then. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I've been learning a lot of weird Czech this week. Do you want to hear some of the things I've been learning? Go on. Um, and we can see if you know them as well. Um, so I learned how to say uh, tulitze, no. which means to snuggle. Oh, okay. So tulit. Chris, do you want to snuggle? Okay. Which I thought was a pretty, a pretty cute one. Okay, I'm um, going gonna to write that one down. Yeah, you used it with Barry, yeah. Do you, you want to snuggle? Tulitze, like T-U-L-I-T. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Um, I learned how to say, Možná to bylo v poznámce podčáro, which means, or well, direct translates to, maybe it was in the notes under the line. Can you guess what that means? That's the direct translation. Like bet- something like between the lines or it something means like that? Maybe it was in the small print. Oh, right, right, right. Maybe it was in the small print. So in English, we when you have the contract, like these little extra like provisions or rules, uh, we say it's in the small print. Or fine print. The fine print. So both small print or fine print. Like the small things that you don't really read. Mm. You know, like mm. terms and conditions, that kind of stuff. Um, maybe my favorite one was how to say... Um, 
Vimluvit niekomu nieco. No. This means to talk someone out of something. Oh, okay. So I always teach, talk, he talked me into it. Then I thought, what's the opposite of that? Talk you out of. And in Czech, it's this Vimluvit niekomu, like someone nieco. Okay. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. So you can say things like Vimluvil sem Chris. Krise, Krisovi, probably. Krisovi um, se zabit. Out of killing himself? I talked Chris out of killing himself. Okay. Yeah, so talk someone out of something. Um, I'll just give you one more that I learned this, wo- that this week. Um, this was a good one. Sesh v Tom. Sesh v Tom. So, like, do you want... Not, do you want not in? Sesh, but like, si. Si v Tom. Oh, are you... Okay, well, I mean, is it is it direct? Uh, well, the direct would be, are you in it? Yeah, so like in on something or something like that. It means, yeah. are you pregnant? Oh, okay. Are you in it? All I don't right. really know why that means that. Right. But well, yeah, like in the pregnancy, I guess. I guess. Like in it being like being yeah. uh, being pregnant. Yeah. And then my favorite one, yeah, me to u predele. It's up to my ass or something. I, I mean, don't know. It's the, it's the translation of I don't give a fuck, oh. which is something I say quite often in English. Okay. So I thought that was a pretty good one. So, uh, yeah, do you, do you have a note as well like of your Czech words that if you hear one, you, you write it down? Or do, you, uh, do you not really bother with I'm that? I'm not as um, diligent as mm. I should be about it, but I do have a Google Keep note, as you can see. Do you know diligent in Czech? Uh, oh, I should. I've taught it enough times. Ooh. No, you'll have to tell me. Pilni. Yes, pilni. And there's yep. an expression. Do you know the expression? No. Sem pilna jako včelka. Uh, nope. I'm as diligent as a bee. Okay. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think. Do I think? Do we have that in English? Uh, not that one exactly, but like a version of that. Well, busy as a bee. But I guess. Anything with but diligent. Uh, uh, not that I can think of off the mm. top of my head. Mm. Um, or like even a synonym of diligent. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I can't think of it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place today. That's all, all right. over the place. Um, Chris, uh-huh. I saw on Instagram that you uh, went to Popeyes. I did. Finally. So, we, which uh, for those of you who may not live in Prague, uh, can you describe what Popeyes is and why we're so excited about it? Sure. Popeyes is a fast food chain of fried chicken. Basically, everybody knows what KFC is. Mm-hmm. KFC has been, you know, spread all around the world from, I don't know, probably the 80s or maybe even earlier. Like, we certainly had it in the 90s and earlier in Australia. Uh, but yeah, so it's like KFC, but just better. So, but it's also American, right? Yes. It's from yeah, Louisiana? Yeah. Louisiana. So, mm-hmm. we've got Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yep. And then Louisiana Fried chicken, fried chicken, basically. But it's not called that. It's called Popeyes. Okay, and what makes yeah. it better? The chicken itself? The coating? Um, Spice? What is it? Yeah, the... Uh, I guess just like the quality of the product. Okay. Um, uh, the the, the flavour is very, very good. It's like, yeah, it's really nice and crispy. Uh, you can get some pretty crispy KFC. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I guess the crispiness probably comes a lot from its freshness. Oh, yeah. Because, you know... It, at the moment, with how busy it is, everything that you yeah. eat from Popeyes is probably like seconds out of the fryer. Yeah. You know, it was probably prepared minutes ago at the most. Probably just Vietnam, because Vietnamese guy in the back just lopping heads off chickens. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like the turnover would just be through the roof. Uh, explain that because a lot of people listening will know turnover in terms of money. The turnover is huge, and I forget the fucking word in Czech. PM or something? Oh, 
Do you know turnover in Czech? I forgot it. Yeah. I used to know that. But turnover in this case means... Uh, how quickly they sell the products and how quickly customers come in and out. Yeah. yeah. Turnover is an interesting word because it can have it can you can also have employee turnover. Yeah. And it's like how quickly one comes in and one leaves. Like how often are people leaving? Yeah, which you don't want high turnover you for don't. that. No. But then you do want high turnover for customers. Yes, you want them to quickly in and quickly out. Yep. So you can sell more shit. Yeah. Absolutely. So it was good, is what you're saying. Yes. So yeah, you yeah, queued up. How long was the queue? Not long. Um, it was like, okay, so I went there uh, from my, my – so I had a class that started at 10.30 and finished at 11.30 and I was still sitting in the meeting room at 11.30 and this place is on Rujava. Uh This is probably a comparable distance between where Popeyes is and um, uh, Klavni Nardrishi, right? And so uh, – uh, walked from there to Popeyes, lined up, couldn't have, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes at most, lined up, eventually went inside, ordered, waited for the order, got my food, sat down and took a picture and posted it on Instagram at like 12 o'clock. Yeah. Like, I, the, the, yeah, I took the photo at 12 o'clock. So all of that took half an hour. Hmm. Um, so yeah, like the line not was not as long as people like, oh my God, it's still a one hour line. Like, I don't like, know, maybe on a Friday night. Yeah. Uh, I do find it crazy how the queue, because people are queuing outside and I was expecting that for the first day or two, maybe the first four days, but it's still there. Well, that's partly because of the system that they have, which I, I would say is probably pretty clever. Um, is pretty decent. So... It, the line is outside because it starts outside. The way that it works is they only, as far as I could tell, they only have the uh, like self-order screens like McDonald's and KFC have where there's a right. big touch screen and you put your order <laughs> in and away you go. Um, they only have that. And there's like 10 of them or something. Okay. Uh, and... Eventually, I'm sure it'll get to the point where, yeah, you just walk in and you go up to one of those and whatever. But because there are so many people uh, lining up, the way that they do it is they let in, let's say, 10 people at a time, uh, let every single one of them make an order and then let the next 10 group of people right. uh, come in. But until then, the, the, the okay. next group of 10, they're waiting outside. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that line that you see that's outside, more often than not, like, that's the start of the line. Quite a nice expression. More often than not, mm. which means it's more often going to be like that way than not like that way. More yeah. often than not. Yeah. Yep. So... Um, did you get the spicy or normal? Because there's two types, right? Uh, From what I'm, I heard. I'm pretty sure I got the spicy, yeah. And, well, I mean, to me, it wasn't that spicy. Yeah. Uh, but I just have a, uh, um, I have a high tolerance. So, which I found out in Czech, it's the opposite. Like, if you have, well, a threshold. Like, where we would say I have a high pain threshold or something. They would actually say low. Really? I believe so. Yeah, I was talking about this with. Uh, okay. Um, it's either threshold or tolerance, hmm. um, but either way, where we would say high, they would say low. Uh, so yeah, my ability to eat spicy food is good. I have a very good ability, so I have a high spice tolerance, mm. whereas most Europeans do not. Yep. Um, Mine's getting better, but last night I had chicken madras again. Okay. Um, from a new place that I've never gone to before. Um, that never ordered from before. And but now no- you have ordered from it, so... 
Oh my god. Okay, so a place that I had never ordered from before. Is yes. that what you're going for? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Which is the last box on our Chinglish and Useful Things course. Um everyone knows how to say I've never I've never uh what was it? I've never ordered from this restaurant before. And it means it's I've never done it in my whole life. That's why we use present perfect. It's from when you were born until now. Um but in this case, I have now ordered from this place. I did it last night. But it was true until that point last night. So what you do in this case, you want to say, I have never done something. But in the past, is you just say, I had never done something. So present perfect becomes past perfect. So I had never ordered from that restaurant before. It means it was true from when I was born until that time in the story that I'm telling. It's a really useful thing. People always know, like if they know anything about past perfect, it's like, oh, it's the it's it's the past for the past, right? You know, and it is. You like you're talking about the past, and then you're talking about something that's even before that, yep. and that's this situation. You were yep. talking about ordering last night, and then you're talking about something that was true even before that, yep. and what was true before that was you never eating. Never, never ordering, yeah, uh, from this place before. Yeah. So I had you had never ordered, yeah. Uh, do you know what number boxes? Fourteen point four, I believe. Uh, so our boxes are numbered on the leaflets, and the leaflets you can download currently for free, guys, on the website speedlikeme.cz. Click on leaflets. Um, this on the blue one, Chris. Oh, on the blue one. Yeah. Um, so this is for. Is it fourteen point four? No, right? that is impersonal you. Oh shit. Uh, so fourteen point two. Fourteen point two. Okay, yeah. yeah. So the the boxes are uh, ordered. Um, it's fourteen point four. Uh, it's fourteen chapters and four boxes per chapter. Um, so yeah. So I had I had never ordered from this Indian place before. I ordered last night, um, and there was no kind of uh, spicy options. It was just chicken madras. And usually when that happens, it's usually not that spicy because they don't want to murder half of their like customers, right? Mm -hmm. You know us white people who have no tolerance for uh, for, um, for spice, it almost killed me. It wasn't as bad as the one I told you about before. That literally almost killed me. Um, but this one was really painful. Like, okay. Uh, like I could barely eat it. It was delicious, but could barely eat it. Then I went to bed. I had to wake up this morning, get to go and teach a lesson. And I, I hadn't had time to go to the toilet yet. Uh -huh. So I hadn't had time to pay off the Indian debt. Um, and I was, you know, when you, you just feel like shit inside. You I just, call it hot gut. <laughs> Because yeah, okay, your, like, your guts, yeah. like you can feel the hate inside your guts. I call it hot gut. You you can feel the shit as well. You can feel that it's like <laughs> burning your intestines. <laughs> yeah, I'm, this is professional. But um, I was teaching the lesson. Like I could feel it in there, and I was like feeling a bit uncomfortable. And after about half an hour, I had to say, "Hey, do you have a meeting after this?" And she was like, "No." And I was like, would you mind if we like just take a five minute break and go, we can go get a coffee, I can pop to the loo. Um, and she was like, yeah, that's fine. I don't know if this has ever happened to you where you, I just, okay, so it's a bit disgusting, but you know you have to take a shit, but you have like a very limited time period to, to do so. Because I, I said like a five minute break. I could feel that it was like this was not a five-minute occasion. Uh -huh. This, is, this <laughs> is not a five-minute job. <laughs> not a five-minute job. So I, I really tried to make it a five-minute job, you know. And it's like the most stressful shit because you're trying to like squeeze it all out. <laughs> squeeze you can. <laughs> but do you know what I'm talking about? Sure, And it's sure, like sure. you're just trying to get out of there as quick as possible and get back so that she, so that she doesn't realise that you've been in there. Just destroying it, yeah. <laughs> destroying their, com their company toilet. Um, but I felt so much better afterwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs>
<laughs> so have you ever had a similar like in a teaching context that you're like, in a lesson and you had to pause a lesson to go and to go and shit? Um, I had to leave a class like two minutes early oh, or something fine. like that, and then once I uh, I had to start late. Uh, yeah. to like on the toilet like email and be like hey i'm gonna be a couple Guys, minutes this isn't, this isn't over yet yeah uh, that's awful yeah um god i, I kind of want to ask i don't know if it's a weird question or not do you shit every morning is it like a pre-work thing because i i do um there have been times where it, where that was the case yeah, yeah. it's it's not, like not every day but uh, yeah it is right. usually something okay. that i do in the morning yeah yep. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm asking it's because it's become a thing for me, Okay. but I've, uh, I'm really glad about it because I've timed it to like to when I go to my clients. So I almost never use toilet paper at home. Mm. I buy one pack of like 18 or 12, how many, however many there are. It's, that can be there for a year uh-huh. because I just shit every day, every morning, like clockwork, which is a nice expression in yes. English. If you do something like clockwork, it means you do it like a clock. It's like super reliable. Yes, yeah, so the timing is always the same. Yeah. It's, as you said, very reliable. Yeah. Um, so it's great. I go to, my, go to my clients, use their nice fancy company toilets, use their nice toilet paper. Uh huh. Do they usually have nice toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Not bad, yeah. Not bad. It, it depends on the, on the client. That's how I judge a client. Okay, the quality of the toilet if paper. If they pay for good toilet paper, you know they're going to pay for good other stuff as well. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, what the hell was I talking about? Indian. Well, we were talking about Popeyes, Popeyes. so to, to to go back <laughs> to go back to that. <laughs> this is um, the most gross episode for a while. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, starting off with a mukbang and then you know going back into our regular. Yeah. Like we have a yeah. pretty re- like once every couple of episodes we talk about poopy. About poop? Yeah. Do we? Yeah, it happens pretty often. Or masturbation. One or the other, yeah. like it's something like that. Yeah. Well, we are guys in our early thirties. I guess so. What yeah, could be yeah. expected from us, you know? Uh, uh, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was really good. It was uh, so Popeyes was really good. It was worth the it was worth the wait. Nice. Um, That's nice. It was worth the wait. Mm. I think a lot of people might not know that you can use wait as a noun, like the wait. Um, it was worth the wait. Yep. Yeah, uh, and with the price, I mean, very comparable. That's the other thing as well is the price was very comparable to KFC okay. and other fast food okay. stuff. So all the stuff I got, I got five uh, wings, two pieces of chicken, like prop, big proper pieces of chicken, oh, nice. uh, and then a can of drink, and uh, can of drink. What what drink? Does it matter? Would you, like I would, Pepsi nev- Max, I, I would but... never say that a can of drink. That just sounds funny to me. Really? Okay, yeah. then. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so a can of Pepsi Max. Okay. Uh, and um, and then, not the regular fries, but the cheese and spring onion fries or, or whatever, mm. which is a little bit more than, than uh, the regular. And all of that was like 290 crowns. Okay. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, in this day and age... Not bad. Not bad with all that stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. And okay, so this is what I want to say is um, I think the hero is the chips. Like, oh, yeah. They were really fucking good. That's good and to like, know. not just because they had the cheese and the spring onions on it, like, even just by themselves, the chips are really, really well seasoned. They're nice. like, yeah, they're, they're delicious. And to be well seasoned, seasoning, it just means. Salt and pepper right? and other things and like potentially that. other herb. Yeah, things. like cor- corgeni, I believe. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, and yeah, so you have spice. Yeah, they're well seasoned. Uh, uh, all the spices and so forth that's on it is very, very good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to try. I want to check it out. It looks. It looks good. I would definitely go back and try something else because I would like one of the like the chicken burgers. Uh-huh. I want to try that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, whatever other different varieties of uh, product they have. Yeah, nice. And how about the uh, the rest of your last two weeks? Anything worth mentioning on the pot? Man, the like immediately after our previous episode, recording our previous episode, I that was such an action packed weekend. Oh, yeah. After that, straight after that, uh, we I think we talked about it on the previous the podcast. Thing. Me, sorry, the paper thing. There was that, but before that, uh, we went to uh, Third Coast Pizza in Zhishkov for Detroit style pizza. Did I tell? Did we talk about no. it? No. Uh, so yeah, there's a great restaurant in Zhishkov called Third Coast Pizza. Third Coast. Yeah. Okay. And they do what is Detroit style pizza Which is what? it's basically just like a focaccia and then you make a pizza on top of the focaccia i don't even know what focaccia is so focaccia is just a kind of like italian bread it's very like uh-huh. thick uh-huh. soft and pillowy and right. part of the uh, fluffy. yeah 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 it's quite it's quite fluffy which is nadikani i think in czech oh yeah i yep. think so yeah uh and um yeah, it was great. Delicious. Nice. Okay, okay. So they have what they call on the menu uh, tater tots. Yeah, which is what again? Like potato things? Well, in Australia, we call them potato gems. Oh. Uh, and that, so yeah. potato gems and tater tots, uh, they are thumb-sized pieces of like that, similar to hash browns, right? Like chopped up. Uh, shredded bits of potato that have been uh-huh. like squashed and stuck together uh-huh. and then deep fried. Oh. And so the surface area, uh, the you know, the ratio of like yeah. surface area of crispiness yeah. Oh, yeah. to inside, oh, it's really good. Hmm. And I haven't had a potato gem since being in Australia. And so they had these on the menu. I can't even think what we call these in, in English, uh, British English. Okay. Because I never had them. Maybe they're just potato they tots. Maybe we don't have yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they had them on the menu um, and what came out was delicious. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. It, it was delicious, but That's they weren't expressions. Don't get me wrong. This is like one of those very quick native things that you can say really quickly, but a lot of listeners might not know. Don't get me wrong. And it means like, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't take it the wrong way. Yeah. Don't yeah. think I'm saying one thing when I'm yeah. not saying that at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, they, was, they were delicious. That, that's the big takeaway, which is another good thing. So the big takeaway, uh, which mm. is like the thing that you should understand from this. That is yeah. the information that you should. Uh, Wait, did you say big takeaway or main takeaway? Either one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I said big takeaway, but... Uh, Your hot take? Uh, <laughs> I guess it's related. I expression, but... Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, <coughs> uh, what they had was not... Uh, they were not uh, what I understood to be potato gems. They were little, uh, like mini hash browns, you know? They were... Oh. Like, you know, check menus. Wait, they what? L- Where? Uh, In Third Coast? Yeah. I thought, this, I thought you said you were happy with them. I was, but they were bigger. Yeah. Okay. I'm right. just saying, like, they, what were, what came out was delicious. Okay. But they weren't. Okay. Potato gems. Okay. Uh, uh, there were these, like, you know, Czech menus love using the word medallion. 
Yeah. Have you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like medallion, like potato, <laughs> okay. fried potato medallions. Yeah. Okay. You know. All right. Um, and again, still super delicious. And nice. the pizza was really, really good too. So, uh, big recommendation. Cool. Uh, Third for coast. Yep. They should pay us for this advertising. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we went to watch a legendary movie. Uh, we went to um, Kino Aero. Uh, Is that to- the one, like, where's that again? Close to the back end of Parukarska. So yeah, it is yeah. yep, on uh, close to Biskupsova, yeah. I want to say. Or that, that street. That yeah. Bis- yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we went to Kino Aero to watch um, Akira which is a legendary, probably like the most legendary uh, Japanese anime okay. film. Okay. Um, it is like a genre-defining a genre defining film. Uh, it was my first experience watching it. Barry had seen it however many times already. Um, but we watched that and, yeah, it was awesome. I highly recommend watching it if you uh, if you get the chance cool uh, really well not to you but to our audience yeah. because it's animated to, to so you're not going to watch like it anime. I, I hate anime um, uh, not anime but animation right uh, yeah, which uh, obviously includes apart, that apart but. from Finding Nemo that's like one exception I fucking love Finding Nemo but everything else can yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I did that on Friday night, and then yeah, the next day uh, we went to uh, we went to Papir Fest, which was fucking awesome. It was what the so hell is good. It? I told you last time. Yeah, but I understand. What is it? It's just a bunch of paper. It's like people selling stationery shit. It was awesome. Like, Why is that awesome? Because stationery is awesome. Fucking love stationery. But what so, kind? So selling like notebooks and okay. planners and journals and like scrapbooks and photo albums and mm. you, you put whatever you want in those. And then people were selling uh, uh, so stickers mm. to put in to planners, right. for example. Yeah. Uh, like artistic ones, but then like planner stickers. So, you know, they, you would have a sheet of stickers that have, that have like 20, 30, 50, I suppose, like... Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, th- and then okay. so you put the sticker on the page that you wanted to, and then okay. the, yeah, uh, like doctor's appointment or yep. going to uh, the hospital. I don't know something, school or whatever assignment. Uh, so lots of stickers like that. Lots of washi tape. Uh, washi tape is a uh, artistic. Think of it like um, masking tape, uh, but it's smaller. And it has like an artistic design on it. Uh-huh. So this is very commonly used in journals and uh, uh, okay. uh, scrapbooks and things like that because it, it looks nice. Um, There's like art supplies and uh, okay. art supplies and things like that. So what did you buy? I bought the last bag of coffee that I wanted with a specific design on it from uh, Czechoslovakian Inc., which is one of the retailers there. Okay. Uh, so, so you bought coffee from a paper fest? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is unusual. But so this uh, Czechoslovakian ink retailer, they had a um, cooperation, I suppose, with Prague Zoo and uh, the miners' coffee roasters. Mm, mm. Um, and so... Uh, the miners provided the coffee and then Czechoslovakian Inc. did a, uh, they, they did a few designs of various animals to put on the coffee label. Okay. Uh, and I got one with a toucan on it and I really, really wanted it. And uh, Is that I, the bird? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Toucan is a bird. Um, 
and there was a woman that got there before me. Uh, Okay, hold on a second, because this has some. This maybe has some decent vocabulary. Right, so we cool. walked in later than I wanted to, and I was anxious about that because I'm like, oh my god, there's stuff that I want. It's not gonna. It might not be there. And Barry's like, Chris, it doesn't work that way. It's gonna be fine. Don't worry. You'll it, it, everything will be there. I'm like, right. oh, I don't know. <laughs> and then we walk into the main showroom, and I say, oh, there's Czechoslovakian ink. All right, I'm gonna. I'm going to make a beeline for that stall. So to make a beeline is like to see something and then move directly towards it. Yes. Yeah. No matter what is in your way, you go directly that way. Yes. So I made a beeline for the stall and there was another woman there and I did get there before she did, but she was just like jostling me, which is a good word to jostle. Uh, so if you, Bounced, yeah, yeah. So uh, jostling is like if you have a bag that has some stuff in it, but it isn't completely full. Right, the things inside it might jostle around; they'll move around a little mm. bit. Mm. All right, so it's to get moved around slightly. And she was just jostling me, and so I was getting if, so frustrated. If you do it to a person, it's, you're, it's sort of pushing them a bit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was, I was, I was anxious about this because I'm like, man, if she asked for this coffee and she did, she's like, oh, I'm going to take this bag of coffee. And I was like, Aah. and then the, uh, the person, uh, reached behind. <laughs> yeah. Cause the bags of coffee were like displayed on the, on the table. And, uh, the, the, uh, the person reached behind into like a tub or a box or whatever and pulled a bag mm. out and gave it to <laughs> him. Like, oh, to her. Yeah, because okay, she asked right, for it right, first. Because right. she was jostling me and, and, and asked it for oh, it first. Um, and then, uh, I'm like, okay. And then she got her other stuff and, 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 and left. I'm like, all right, I would also like this coffee. And the person's like, oh, well, you're very lucky because that's <laughs> the last bag. And I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> and I, like, <laughs> I was so happy about it. I was like, vindication. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and then I, I like I, I said to Baron, like I told you, this, I was I was right to yeah. be concerned because this is the last bag. Damn. Uh, so yeah, I got that. I got uh, and then I got a poster from them. Um, this is like very communist era inspired artwork okay. uh, that I just love. Um, and then, yeah, did I get some stickers? I think I got some stickers. I got like five rolls of washi tape and uh, and a pin. I got a pin with a tram on it. Oh, and a fridge magnet of Vista oh. Vistia Holoshevitsa. Lovely. Uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And the building itself is awesome. Uh, can't wait for the next one. Cool. And thankfully, it's not once a year. It's twice a oh, year. Oh, wow. So... How exciting. Yeah. I'm fucking... <laughs> twice the fun. Yes. Okay. I'm jazzed as hell. I'm so fucking yeah. pumped. Can't wait to go to next year's Papier Fest. Yeah. Well, I think that's two good words. Jazzed and pumped. Uh-huh. We like in English to have different ways to say excited because it's really boring to say, I'm so excited. You sound like you just learned English in school. So I'm so jazzed. It's like jazz music. Not sure why we use it to mean excited, but we do. I'm so jazzed. Jazz music is pretty uh, usually pretty exciting. I'm jazzed about something. Yep. And for something, right? Uh, I'm only really jazzed for this. By? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I'm jazzed by oh. this conference. Uh, I was pretty jazzed by that, or she, oh, she was so jazzed okay, yeah. by their performance or something like that. Uh, maybe yeah. not the most common, but I okay, would yeah, say so it's, so, it's so jazz, Let's just give people one option first. So I say jazzed about is probably the uh, yeah, most sure. general one. And that because it also works with pumped. Man, I'm fucking pumped about this uh, this upcoming podcast. 
uh, it means you're really excited. Hell yeah. There's there's a line in um, um, The Big Short. Okay. You've seen that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple times. It's great. You know, I, it's, it's Ryan Gosling, isn't it? Who yeah. plays the dude. I forgot his name now. But there's this like one line. He's like so excited. He's like, he's like I'm pumped. I'm pumped to the tits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just the way that he says it uh, in the in the scene is just like, it's fucking hilarious. Sure. Pumped to the tits. <laughs> he's like so excited. <laughs> it's great. Um, anything else? Uh, and then I went for, we went for a walk. Uh, on we went to Kokojin, or well, maybe it wasn't exactly Kokojin, but we went to what are called the, uh, the Church of Ichlavi, the Devil's Heads. Mm. Do you know about those? No. They are these giant heads carved into the sandstone of these like cliffs or hills or oh, yeah. whatever. They're nine meters tall, okay, and they're the second biggest carved heads in the world. The first ones being... Yeah, I know what they are. It's the Founding Fathers yeah. uh, of the United States, but I forgot the name. Is it called the Jefferson Memorial or something? No, it's called Mount Rushmore. Ma- there, yeah, yeah, I yeah. forgot. That. And uh, which... So, yeah, if you've seen Richie Rich or, I don't know, you just are aware of uh, monuments in the United States, uh, yeah, Mount Rushmore is these the... F- the heads of four presidents, founding fathers of the United States, carved into mm. this mountain. Because these are like legendary uh, figures in American history and world history. Uh, what? I just get this horrible sinking feeling inside that you're going to ask me who these four people are and I'm going to get it completely wrong. Oh, I mean, um, I, so it would be like Washington, I would say Lincoln, um, Lincoln Jefferson. Was, no, it can't be Lincoln. Lincoln was way later. That's true. He was in the yeah. Civil War. Yeah, so uh, Washington, uh, Thomas Jefferson, Jefferson, Adam Smith, I would think. Yeah. And there's another one that I always forget. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Fuck it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then, uh, uh, so, the point being, uh, the reason why I'm explaining this is that we have this, or some people talk about, you know, who is on your Mount Rushmore of, oh, and really? then a given topic. Okay, I've never heard so, that. So, uh, who was on your Mount Rushmore of uh, British footballers? You know, who was on your Mount Rushmore of... Uh, uh, I and it know. means your top four, kind of. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you had to if you na- had to narrow it down to just a handful mm. Of, of people. And then, to narrow uh, down is to zujit. Zujit something. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. they uh, So, the Church of Ilhavi are the second biggest behind Mount, uh, behind, behind Mount Rushmore of carved heads. Uh, so, yeah, that was cool. And then we spent a lot of the rest of the walk who, going... Whose heads is it? Oh, they're just... I think they're... Random heads? I think so. They're oh. just like designs. It's not, it's not Vaslav Havel or something? Definitely not, no. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Um, and then we spent the rest of, well, not the rest of, but a lot of the rest of the afternoon walking very, very slowly because we stopped every like 20 meters to take pictures of mushrooms that we found on the ground. And it was wow. the best. Nice. It was so good. I was really happy. I originally organized to go with a bunch of my Czech friends, but none of them were able to make it. It was just me and then Barry, who's American, and then another friend of mine who was also American. Um, and I'm really glad that it was just us three because we were all keen to just stop every five seconds to take pictures of more mushrooms. Oh, nice. And I know that if <laughs> any of those Czechs, um, and one of them Slovenian, if any of them had come, they would have been like, oh, 
come on, we've got walking to do. Stop fucking taking pictures of mushrooms. Really? Oh, I, come thought, on. I thought Czechs fucking love mushrooms. I mean, they love mushrooms, but like they also love walking. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like <they're, laughs> They uh, do. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it would be like, oh, come on, we've got to do 15 kilometers today. We're, we're, this is a 15-kilometer mm. walk. We have, mm. to, we have to get going. Why are we yeah. fucking... You're slowing us down. Can I, can I say something about this? Well, please because, go ahead. I've been talking um, for the past fucking 10 hours, so it, go ahead. Just... There's something about the I everyone every listener should know that I fucking hate hiking. Okay, like <laughs> I'm just I say this up front to everyone because I know Czech people just love it. I think part of the issue that I have with it is they're so obsessed with the numbers. They're like, we have to do 15k today, 15 kilometers. Whenever they cycle or go for a walk or go hiking, they're all about kilometers. All right. I know that all of our listeners are Czech, so I hope I'm not just like alienating everyone who's listening. Say, so, well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, we like numbers. Because I just don't think we like. Even if we went for a hike in England, we're not going to be like, oh, it's we got to do 17 kilometers. It's almost like a badge of honor for mm. Czech people. Uh, a badge of honor uh, is like you do something really impressive, and it's like you get a badge, which is a uh, I forgot what it is in Czech. Uh, it's similar to the word broj. Brojka. Like just broj. Oh, broj. Because it's similar to the word brooch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I know this because broji are some of the things that were sold at Papierfest. <laughs> and I bought See, a there broj is a reason of a to go there. There was a reason to go for the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, it just kind of annoys me how it's like so numbers focused. And that's why they sort of don't want to almost like stop and enjoy things. Because, like, oh, we've got to get off oh, 15 kilometers. I'm like, why? Uh-huh. Who gives a fuck if you go 15 kilometers or 13? Yeah. But they just love it. And every student I have, I said, what did you get up to? I went cycling. We, just, we did 140 kilometers in, in four days. And they, they sort of look at me like, that's good, right? Uh, approval? That's good, right? And I'm like, I don't know. I do not care. I don't, I don't know if that's far. It sounds far, but I don't, I've got no idea. Mm. But because every check is like so into the numbers, it's like they know. Like, oh, 17? Oh, that's pretty good. Mm. 16? Oh. <laughs> you could have done better. You looked at too many mushrooms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it just uh, it. Um, what's the funny? It. Um, what's the funny expression in English when something annoys you? It grinds my gears. Uh, another one. It gets on Russell's, my. It gets on my nerves. Mm. Russell's my jimmies. <laughs> how how long can you keep going? Uh, it's. Uh, ooh, so, no, gets I my goat. Think. Oh, okay. That's then, what I yeah. wanted. Yeah, it gets my goat. Is that is that right? Sure. Yeah. 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 It means it annoys you. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else that is, needs to be mentioned? Uh, no, I think uh, I think I think that's about it. Okay, because I do want to quickly talk about my trip. Yeah, yeah. Please go um, ahead. Like I said, I've been talking forever for now. Like you gave me the opportunity, so I'm going to take yeah, it. Well. Give me an inch, I'll take a mile. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, do you want to explain that? Yeah, so it means that if you give someone permission for doing a, to do a little thing, yeah, then they will take that permission and do a lot, yeah. right? So, like, imagine a child that's like, "Oh, mum, please, can I have some Coca Cola? Oh, I just want some Coca Cola." Oh, well, you really shouldn't, but you can have a little bit. And then instead of having a little bit, they drink an entire fucking two liter, two liter bottle or something yeah. like that. So they were given an inch, yeah. but they took a mile. Yeah. Or if your girlfriend, she's like, oh, you've got like a, a random hair on your shoulder. Do you mind if I wax that? And you're like, okay. Ten minutes later, you're completely hairless. Uh-huh. It's horrible. Have you ever been through that? No, because I'm very hairless. I'm, I'm not very yeah. hairy. From the waist up, I'm not very hairy at all. 
I've got like one chest hair. Okay, that's great. Uh, okay, so my you cri- asked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess. Sometimes you get more than what you want, uh, more than what you ask for, more than what you bargain for. That's what the expression. Right? Yeah. yeah, you yeah. get more than what you bargain for. It's more than you expect. So yeah, just my quick version of. So I was in uh, Rome mm. and Spain. Did I, did I even tell you that I was going there? I think so. Yeah. Well, was it bef- during the podcast or was it afterwards? Yeah. I think it was afterwards during yeah, the uh, organization. So I went on some travels. I went to uh, Italy uh, to Rome, um, and I met up with Claudia there, one of our um, ex-teachers. Um, but before that, she, she was like one of my like longest Czech friends, and she just happened to work and speak like me a bit as well. But the friendship was the the key. And we met up there, had a lo- really um, amazing three days. Um, it was like the perfect trip to Rome. Like we're just walking around, exploring, stopping for pizza, stopping for red wine, pasta, just on those like perfect little streets. Have you been to Rome? No, no. It was, it was just, I've been to Florence, but not Rome. It was it's like similar. Like it was idyllic. It was really really nice. And we had just a it was just a really fantastic time. Okay. Did you have uh, Did you have Roman pizza? Is that different from normal Italian pizza? I think Maybe? it's the square I don't one. Know. I don't think I did because there were some places advertising it and it looked thicker. Because I'm all I'm all about, and this is from our blue leaflet, to be all about something. It's a more natural way to say that you really like something. I'm all about super thin pizza, okay. super thin crust. So I had some great pizza. So then um, you would not like Detroit style pizza? Then? Fuck no, no. I, I don't like American pizza. Oh really? And I, I hate it even more when they call it a pie. Yeah, I hate that. I hate yeah. I hate pizza oh, that's being nice called pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can I get half off the pie? It's like it's fucking pizza, dude. Yeah, it's pie not a pie. Is something completely different. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so yeah, I, I had a great time. Only the funny thing that happens is I got kicked out of a restaurant. Really? Yeah. What for? <laughs> for asking for wine and not wanting to order a pizza. Okay, but the place was fucking empty. Like, because what happened was, me and Claudia went there the previous day. Um, and they had like really good pizza, good prices, and this fucking amazing house wine. Like I'm not even that. I, I do drink red wine, but I'm way more fussy about it than I am with any other like alcohol. Like the range of red wine for me is just huge. Like it can be really bad, but like only a couple can be really good. This was just amazing. I had like a little bit of fizz to it, and zero like acidity. You could just fucking drink it like apple juice. Uh-huh. It was just amazing. Um, so the next day, and we had this great pizza. We had a great time there. Um, it was a very Italian um, vibe. So there was no music there. It was just like this Italian woman owner and like her friend just bitching about things in Italian. Okay. And basically screaming at each other. But you know, it's like a normal conversation. And I was like, I kind of love this uh, atmosphere. So I went back the next day around two o'clock um, and it was empty. There was like maybe like one table full out of like 20. And I sat down and I was like, oh, can I have, some, can I have the, uh, the house wine I had yesterday? And they were like, uh, sorry, no. And I was like, and they're like, no, you can't just have wine. This is a this is a restaurant. And I was actually I was thinking about having a pizza in about an hour's time, but I was uh-huh. like, I thought I was gonna like sit there, chill, read a book, because I was waiting for Claudia to finish work, have some wine, and then order a pizza. And they were like, no, sorry, you have to leave. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? And they're uh-huh. like, yeah, and they're like, yeah, this place is gonna be full up in ten minutes. I was like, it's t- it's two o'clock and there's no one here. Uh-huh. It's past lunchtime. Well, kind of. To be fair, maybe it's like, uh, but it's November. But also, like, I was going to say it's a siesta and thing. And they also but... didn't even fucking ask if I wanted food. I did right. want food, just just like in a in an hour or half an hour or something. Uh-huh. And they kicked me out. Okay. And I, I felt I felt really kind of upset. Yeah, no, that is upset. It's like the opposite of good customer service. Like I was made to feel like shit. Yep. And I was like, I'm about to give you a bunch of money. You know, I was that was just really pissed me off. I had something. <sighs> 
kind of similar to that. That was like the closest thing that we got to bad service in France. And it wasn't even. It was it was uh, fine. Yeah. But um, my sister and I, yeah, we went to this restaurant. Uh, it was the last place that we went to. And we just wanted to sit and just drink for a while. We were still full. And the same thing, just going to drink and then order food a little bit later. Yeah. And the person was like, oh, you know... Yeah, there are you know there are other places uh, to, oh. to 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 yeah. just get a drink and and you know we it was all fine in the end it was fine you know yeah. we ordered some drinks and then after like 15, 20 minutes we ordered food and it was okay but yeah basically I can sympathize with your experience yeah. here of people like no you can't just drink you have to eat yeah. and like isn't that where margins are made in the restaurant business isn't the big thing that like you like the 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 profit margins on the food are razor thin. Oh, that's nice. And you make a yeah. Uh, yeah so razor thin. A razor is is very small, and it goes very often with uh, profits. The profits are razor thin, or the margins, which is the difference between the um, what you make and what it costs to make it. Yeah, um, are razor thin. Uh, yeah. So the 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 margins on the food are razor thin, and you make uh, you make your gravy. With the with the drinks, make your gravy. Yeah, that's where you make your what gravy. It uh, Most people don't even know what gravy is. Yeah, it's it's omachka, masovia omachka, masova omachka. Yeah, masova. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so what? Like gravy is like there's just a little bit, but then you add a bit of water, you add a bit of corn flour, oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden there's a lot. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we gravy. use that to. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, so we use this saying to make a gravy with like which i've never heard before by the way oh okay all right and it means make money yeah 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 yeah, that's why you make your money um you make a lot out of not a lot right uh yeah so it's like oh okay you only want to pay for alcohol here yeah sure that's fine that's so weird it was annoying and like it if if it did if it did fill up in 10 minutes then just be like, hey, yeah, sure, okay, you can have a drink, but just so you know, like, it's going to get really busy, and if we run out of table space and you're not eating, yeah. maybe we'll ask you to leave or exactly, something. Exactly, yeah. And I would have been totally cool with that. Yeah. And I would have even said then, oh, actually, I want to order something as well, actually, in half an hour, so... But they didn't give me the chance. They were like, no, you can leave. Uh-huh. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah, it made me nervous about going anywhere else. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, am I going to kick out... I'm going to get kicked out of everywhere. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the trip was nice. Then I went to Spain, uh, to the same town that I always go to, where it's, like, super cheap, free tapas. Uh, the weather was amazing, 22 degrees every single day. I found out that apparently it's a microclimate, which I wasn't aware of, because it's, um, it's like, surrounded by the mountains. Sure. Um, and something about the elevation or something, it, like, never gets cold. Like, even, like, January, February, it's, like, 22 degrees. Wow. And apparently it's the warmest spot in mainland Europe. Okay. It's like a specific range of like 30 miles between there and Malaga, which is like protected by the mountains and it's like a little microclimate. Okay. Which I thought was super awesome. That, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I had a really nice, really nice time there. It was, um, it was nice. Got some, got some good work done. It was a working trip. So I was working on a next gen leaflets. My leaflet babies got conceived. Um, so that was good fun. And yeah, that's about it. All right. And it. Now, so you said you were waiting for Claudia to finish work. Yeah. So, wait, does she live and work in Rome Yeah, because uh, so right now she works for um, Plazensky Prastory. Oh, that's right. And she's yes. doing like an HR 
uh, trainee program. It's like a two-year program. And she, spent, she spends like six months in a different department of HR. And it's, it was like an option for one of those to be abroad because they own different companies in different places. So she's doing her six-month placement in Rome. That's cool. It's pretty cool. I think it's four months actually, but still pretty cool. But um, they speak Italian in the office because stupidly I was like, oh, do they speak English in the office? And they were like, no, it's Italy. They speak Italian. <laughs> uh-huh. and I was like, we don't speak Italian. And, she, and she's like, no. And I was like, and they don't speak English? And she's like, no. I was like, so what do you do? And she's like, basically sit there <laughs> and just hope for the best. Oh my God. And it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, yeah. Apparently she's still kind of doing a lot of the like work for the Czech office because it doesn't really matter where you are. But uh, I think she's enjoying it, so yeah. All right. Well, a little bit hard to not enjoy, you know, working abroad for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's that pretty cool. Um I was, I was going to talk about the open AI drama that happened over the week, but I think we don't know. I'd be down to if you want to. All right, yeah, we, we can take a 10-minute one, maybe. Sure. We've been, going, we've been going for about an hour, so we can do a 10-minute. Okay, minutes. Oh, wait, and is that hour on the clock? No, it's 106 on the clock. Okay, then, all right. But we, so st- probably... we started at about five, six minutes, something like that. Mm. Um, so, um, and by the way, guys, all the vocab that comes up today, that's all these words that we're mentioning, like jazzed and pumped and like clockwork, um, night and day difference. Uh, all of these words will one day be put in the Speak Like Me app, which you can find on the iOS, <laughs> which you can find on Apple App Store. So I always say the iOS Store, but it's not. The Apple App Store and Google Play. Just type in Speak Like Me. Um, we've got all of our favorite words in there, split by levels, hundreds and hundreds of them with check and check and English and example sentences and pro tips. And you can save them to your list and revise them. Getting so excited, I'm getting out of breath. The app is awesome. Um, And there's also a section called Podcast. And one day, I'm going to find someone who's willing to work for 150 crowns an hour just to sit there for three days and just put all the words in. Because we've got them all saved. They just need to go in there. They will be there one day. So, OpenAI drama. Um, I have been following this. And that's good vocab. To follow something is what you do with a news story. I've been following the story like crazy. I I couldn't stop consuming more information about it because it was fucking exciting. <laughs> it was like a real life um, succession. Have you seen I mean, that? that? Like the the comparisons to that have just yeah. been like coming in thick. Uh, in every single podcast I've ever heard about it, it's like, oh, this is like Succession, an yeah. entire season of Succession well, in five very, days. It's very different in a way, but it's like mm. similar vibe. Mm. Um, it's exciting as fuck. Um, maybe I can um, give the like little brief what happened because I've got it pretty reasonably clear in my head and then we can discuss. Sure. Um, so OpenAI, uh, Open for those of you who don't know, is the company that made ChatGPT. And since they released ChatGPT, um, obviously it became like a super uh, famous um, company, right? Because it's like, it was just like a, a massive change from anything we had before. Um, before. Before that, it was like a reasonably unknown company, really like in the public consciousness, public awareness. Um, for example, um, a year ago, it was valued at $10 billion. Uh, Do you know how much it's valued today? 80. 86. 86. Yeah, they upped it for some reason, 80 to 86. Um, so yeah, huge, huge valuation. Um, and what's funny about the company is it started as a non-profit organization. And a non-profit organization, is it called an MPO? Is it short? Mm. It's just called a non-profit, right? uh, Yeah, it's just called a non-profit. A, non- a non-profit. You might be thinking of an NGO. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. A yeah. non-governmental organization? Yes. Yeah. Um, going for a third whiskey here. <laughs> it's really good today. All right. Yeah, you sure you don't want one? It can yeah, help I'm with fine. your cold. Yeah. Um, 
So it was started as a non-profit with the idea of advancing AI, but in like a, a way that benefits humanity. I think that's their kind of catchphrase, that it's like to make sure it's safe and all this, all this stuff. And it was co-founded by Elon Musk, this guy, Sam Altman. I don't think it was it co-founded was. by it Elon was. Musk. Look it up. Like he, like he donated $100 million it was, to it. It was. Trust me, dude. I've okay. been so I've been so deep in this. It was like some other guys as well. This Greg guy, I forgot his name. There was a bunch of them, and Elon put the first money in. Then, mm-hmm. then Elon left in 2018 because he didn't agree with how it was how it's going. Um, but, but he was he was there. He even came up with the name OpenAI. Okay, yeah. Um, so anyway, the big drama that happened on uh, last Friday, um, the board of OpenAI, and bear in mind, it's like at the peak of its popularity right now money is pouring in everyone everyone wants to uh invest um everyone loves chat gpt it's a household name it's a household name and everyone talks about it now. yeah like, so how often does that happen and a household name is something like that is known in every household yeah like, like david beckham sure yeah, yeah. Uh, like michael jordan household yeah. name uh like coca-cola yeah. is a household's product speak right? like me <laughs> one day in czech republic yeah <laughs> um yeah, so it became a household name. Like even my mum, who knows nothing about anything, knows ChatGPT. Yeah, she thinks it's the devil incarnate. Oh, but. of course she would. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so super like at the top of its game, and then on fr- and its founder uh, and CEO Sam Altman. He's only thirty eight, by the way. It's amazing. I always find it amazing when I get to the same kind of age as people or similar age who are like at the top of their game, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, so the board fired him for absolutely, we still don't know why. It was completely out of nowhere. Like there what, was were no- the, what, were the, what was the wording for what they gave? Yeah, okay. So I, I, I'll give the wording um, and then we can discuss the interesting vocab in it. So there was no rumors that anything was wrong. Um, and this guy's like super, he's like the leading voice in the world for AI, essentially. And they just fired him out of nowhere. They didn't even tell their investors. And their biggest investor is Microsoft. They invested the first $10 billion. Didn't even tell them. Apparently, they told them like two minutes before they were going to do it. And the board is tiny, by the way. The board is six people. Um, one of them is Sam himself, the CEO, and his co-founder, Greg something. Then there's these four other random people. But the way the board was set up is that a simple majority which just means 51%, can make literally any decisions for the whole fucking company, um, which is not normal, and that's because it was structured as a non-profit. Because um, normal companies that are structured for profit have these things called super voting shares. Are you familiar with this? Uh, no, let's say no. So when you have a company that has a bunch of shares, all right, um, you can have shares that have different value of how strong their voting power is. Right? So like a normal share has like voting power of one. And if you have a million shares, you have a million voting power, for example. But then you can have these things called super voting powers where the voting power is essentially infinite. Um, So if you have just one of them, you can override the votes of a million other people. And this is what Mark Zuckerberg has. Um, And it means that he can never get kicked out of Facebook. Every single year they vote to remove him as CEO. And every single year he's like, no. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. No, good for him. Like, it's I mean, it's been something like the last ten years. They had a big restructuring, and he structured. He's the president, the CEO, and he has the only super voting shares. Yeah, like I mean, I've <laughs> shit on billionaires in the past, yeah. and I still would. But like, I mean, there, there are times like this where it's like, yeah, that is absolutely the thing that you would yeah, want exactly. to do. You know, like he made Facebook, so he should absolutely be yeah. able to still run it if he exactly. wants to. Exactly. Yeah. But Sam Altman. 
CEO of OpenAI did not have these. So he could be kicked out at any time. And they just kicked him out. And he wasn't he didn't even see it coming. Apparently he was doing a conference that same day promoting OpenAI, talking about AI safety or whatever. And then he gets a call, he's like, hey, um, we want to we talk to you. And he had no idea what it's about. And it wasn't even a face-to-face. Do you know what it was? Oh, it was on Google Meet. That's right. Which is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Your favorite I, platform. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is funny because it's like, it, as you said, Microsoft invested $10 billion in it and has Microsoft Teams and then they did yeah. it through Google Meet. <laughs> exactly. Invest $10 billion, still can't convince them to use Teams. Uh-huh. Um, so he got fired by Google Meet. Would you say that he was blindsided by oh, this? Yes, he was. So to be blindsided means that you do not see a thing coming. Like it comes at you, let's say, from the side and you were blind. From that side. From that side. So it it just hits you and to you it comes out of nowhere. Uh, So he was blindsided by this. Totally. And apparently I I, I heard that... um, it wasn't even like a conversation. They were like reading from a piece of paper. Wow. And it was like, Sam Altman, you have not been, and this was the wording, you have not been consistently candid in your communications with us and we no longer feel like you're fit to run the company. End call. (laughs) Can you imagine? I would be so livid. And livid is a word that means super angry. Um, So let's go through those words. So consistently candid. What does it mean to be candid, Chris? Candid means um, uh, honest and direct and uh, uh, clear. Kind of speaking to someone like in real life terms rather than trying to sound all professional and fancy. It's like, just tell me the fucking truth, man. Like, be candid. And candid is the adjective and candor mm. is the noun. So Often, you'll say, yeah. thank you for your candor. This is what you'll hear in many American movies. The president will say, well, thank you for your candor. It means like, thank you for telling me the real, telling me the real stuff. Yes. Um, so he was fired. Um, immediately, this like shocked the world, essentially. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, what? <laughs> nah. Yeah. It was like number one story on BBC News, which is where I read most of my news. Um and like apparently like the whole tech world, obviously they felt it a lot more. They're like, what the actual fuck? It's yeah. like one of the biggest growing, fastest growing company, most influential right now. It was the fastest growing company by a certain metric, which was first, oh, sorry, time it takes to get to a million users or a hundred million 100 users. hundred million, yeah. Yeah, and it was two months. Yeah. TikTok was nine. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was just like going down and down. Yeah. Like Instagram was however many years. I think it's uh, regular daily users as well. Okay. Um, so the world was like, what is going on? Why was he fired? Yeah. Right. And people were um, uh, like appropriately making guesses of like, oh, well, you know, trans uh, consistently candid. Uh, oh, he, he was lying to them. He's like taking some money from them. He's using funds to buy prostitutes and cocaine and his, uh, I don't know, embezzling money or whatever into this or that or is secretly providing intel to mm-hmm. another competitor. or like It has to be something like that. And that's a pretty reasonable take. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> and what's funny is we still don't know. Essentially, that, that all we know is what that statement was, that he's not being consistently candid in his communication, which is not like a solid reason. It's not like, 
that could mean anything, right? Um, and even later, they, cl they clarified it's nothing about safety. It's not nothing financial. It's not like he's trying to, like, create, like, an AI that's going to kill us all or he's been using the money. It was like, it's not that. It's not money either. But they still haven't said what it was. So these four people, um, and apparently the person who organized this coup, which is another good word, a coup, do you know it in Czech? Pooch. Hey, nice. Yeah, We've talked about it before on okay, the podcast. Yeah, so it's, it's the same in German. A pooch. Yeah, P, uh, yeah uh, so in, in English, C-O-U-P, and it's a French word, I believe, which is why there's no P on the end. We just say coup, mm. not coup. Um, so essentially it was a coup. These four people just said, we don't want these two guys. And they, they got rid of both of them. Um, they fired the second guy from the board and then he quit. Um, and they, um, they installed, so this is nice, quite nice, this is quite nice for They installed the CTO, the chief technical officer, I forget her name now, Miranda, of, Mirai, Mira. And then, okay. Yeah. Cause there was another, there's another woman on the board. I think her name is Tasha. Mm. I could be wrong. So anyways, they put, um, they put the CTO in charge and say, so you're the new interim CEO, which is a nice word. Interim means just the one kind of, you're there for temporarily yes. until they find a permanent one. This is often used in sports when a head coach gets fired mm. and then uh, they, they still need a coach for the rest of the season, right? Yeah. Uh, so if a head coach gets fired in the middle of the season, they mm. need a replacement coach for the rest of the season and then they'll put someone proper in. Yeah. But for the rest of that season, they need an interim, a mm -hmm. temporary head coach. Yeah. So... The world went crazy. Well, like, people were like, "What the fuck is going on?" They put the, this new girl as the, the they install her as the as the CEO, interim CEO. I think it was within six hours. They changed their minds because the world was like, "What the actual fuck is going on?" And the investors and Microsoft were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like this guy is the company. Like these two guys co-founded it. They need to be there. And within six hours, they tried to bring them back, and they were like in talks with him. To bring them both back to the company. How fucking weak do you have to be? Like, you're making a massive decision about firing the CEO and the co-founders. And then six hours later, you're like, actually, my bad. But it was it was longer than that, right? Well, it because, was more than a day. Because there's, like, a, a lot of things happened. Like, he... So he got fired, and then I think it, there was another guy who he left. And then I think another person as well was like, okay, I'm leaving. And then... 700 no, of no. the 770 people. No, no. This is why I wanted to tell this, because I've got this I've got this clear in my head. Okay, it's so fucking it. confusing what happened. Okay, so after six hours, they tried to bring him back. And, but, but, and he's like, if you want me back, my condition is that all of you resi resign, because you fired me for no fucking reason. They refuse, and he says, okay, fuck you then. Okay. So he left. They left. Um, then they, um, they put a new CEO, another interim CEO in charge, who's the ex-CEO and, and founder of Twitch. Yes. Um, who is not an AI specialist, apparently doesn't really know anything about AI, and according to his history, is actually anti-AI. <laughs> Makes no sense, okay. So he's in charge. Um, and then the CTO, um, she's sort of like pushed, pushed away, but she's still in the company. Um, and everyone's like, what the hell is going on? Then, the next day, um, Microsoft announced that Sam Altman and the co-founder are both joining Microsoft, and they're going to start a new AI division within Microsoft, and anyone from OpenAI is welcome to join them. There's, like, jobs available. The next day, those 750 out of 770 employees... I thought it was just 700. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's, up, like, no, it's like 752 or something out of 770. Signed a letter 
saying, if you don't bring Sam back, we're all going to leave and go to Microsoft, which essentially would be exactly the same thing as Microsoft buying the company, but without having to pay for it. Yep. And that's when the, all the internet comments start going about Satya Nadella, Satya Nadella uh, the CEO of Microsoft, he's playing 5D chess. It's like, the adults just came to the table. <laughs> it's like, and it was like, the internet was actually really fun that day. Because um, they're like, he, he knew what's going on. And he's like, because it's a company worth 86 billion now. And he's going to get them for nothing, essentially. Mm. Um, just for their salaries, which they'd have to pay anyway. Um, and so everyone's like, we're going to leave, we're going to leave. Um, and what's crazy about this, so of these 700 and something people who signed the thing, one of them was the guy who started the coup in the first place. Yeah. This guy, he's called Ilya, Ilya Sutskever. Sutskever. I don't know where he's from. looks kind of Ukrainian or something. Um, so he's the guy who apparently was the one who came up with the idea to get rid of him. Three days later, he's the one signing the paper saying, if you don't bring them back, we're going to leave. I was like, dude, you're the guy who organized it. He just joined the other camp. What the fuck is going on? It was just so crazy. Um, and then, like, the final resolution to it was um, the board essentially um, gave up. And uh, they said, we'll, we will resign and we're, bring, we're bringing back uh, Sam and Greg. And everything's going to go back exactly the way back to it used to be, but without us. <laughs> um, apparently, one board member is staying temporarily, um, but the rest of them will, will be removed um, so essentially, it was a coup that blew up in their faces, yeah. And it was like caused the biggest amount of drama for, for nothing. nothing, for nothing. And it's they've cr- lost everything. They've lost everything. They were the board of one of the most influential tech companies in the world now, and now they're seen as idiots. They're a laughing stock. Yeah, hey, that's a good phrase. That is a good phrase. A laughing stock is when you just do something so dumb that everyone just laughs at you. I'm you laughing. are the butt of every joke. Yeah. Yep. The punchline, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, they're a laughing stock. Like, I mean, what a bag fumble. That is an unbelievable bag fumble. What the fuck is that? To fumble the bag? I've never Have heard you... of bag fumble, no. Okay. Uh, so the bag is a bag that holds money, right? Yeah. It's money. Mm-hmm. And then to fumble is to drop something. Uh, this is very often used in American football. Like it, like that is a thing that happens in American football in the rule book is to fumble something. But yeah, you like it's the actual. It is the action of having something in your hands, and then you just lose your grip on it, and you're trying to grab at it, but then you drop it. Right? Okay, right. You fumbled it. So you might imagine if you've got it, your hands full of shopping or whatever and then you're trying to get your keys to open your front door you might be fumbling for your keys like oh my god where are they oh no everything's dropping out of my hand right so they had this bag filled with 86 billion dollars and they fumbled it there's one because there's many theories going on about what's going on and the timing apparently was very suspicious because on the this happened on friday when the stock market's close and on monday is when they were due to sell all the shares to raise this 86 billion and it was going to be employee shares so uh, essentially all of the employees were about to become millionaires uh-huh because they were going to sell their shares to the market to the stock market for 86 billion uh-huh um and they were all going to become super rich the day before 
all this shit goes down and 86 billion becomes essentially zero because why would anyone in now want to invest in a company that's like going crazy mm. and the founders have gone. So a lot of people are saying like, there's something about that going on. It's just weird. And like the employees were so pissed because like we're about to become millionaires. Yep. And that's like, oh, and now we don't have a company. Like in two days later, two days later, like it's just really crazy. Um, and it's like how dumb that board has to be to not see this coming. What would they think is going to happen? He's going to leave and everyone would be like, oh, okay. This is crazy. Yeah. But the sign of public support for him or the support from his own team was like really, um, it uh, warmed the cockles. Co uh, cockles. I knew I was going to say that wrong. Warm the cockles. Yes. It was like warms you inside, much like a whiskey. Um, it's like, oh, that's nice. His team like really was, is behind Had him. his back. Had his back. Mm. Yeah. You got any hot takes on this? Uh, not especially. I clearly yeah. was not following it as uh, yeah, closely I, as you. I was you. deep in the weeds. Uh huh. Um, uh, but it, it is very interesting. Uh, so I listened to a bunch of podcasts about it. Watched a couple like YouTube analysis. Oh yeah. Uh, videos uh, of it. Nothing serious, you know. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, just very very interesting because yeah, this is like a legit, you know. Uh, what would what would the word be like shaping the future yeah like it genuinely is like ai the concept of ai is so important to mm -hmm. uh the future of humanity and whoever's leading that is a big deal yeah if it's this guy he can probably have a big influence on the future like he might be a name a household name like steve jobs or elon musk in you know 10 years time yeah my mum might know who sam altman is <laughs> who knows who knows yeah um there's this other conspiracy that, like, apparently, like a, a week or a week or so before this all went down, and to go down, it's like when some big drama happens. So a week before this shit went down, he was at a conference and he said, like, I've seen what's coming in the next version of GPT, and it's going to make this GPT, it's going to make our current GPT look like a prehistoric human, something along those lines. Okay. So then people are saying like, oh, the board knows that there's like, there's this super advanced AI in the pipeline that's coming out in the next year or something and they don't want it to. That was part of the theories as to why it happened, right? That uh, um, he, that Sam was either too worried or not worried enough. I think not worried, <laughs> not worried enough. enough. Going too fast. Uh, yeah, he was, he wasn't uh, he wasn't worried enough about the future of uh, of AI because uh, it is very concerning, mm. um, and so they're like, oh, we we have to get rid of him because he's not being careful enough. Yeah, uh, he's uh, shooting from the hip. He's yeah. too much of a cowboy. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, that, that that was that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard the same, and it wouldn't surprise me if that was part of it. But it also wouldn't surprise me if it's just an old-fashioned power struggle. Companies suddenly becoming worth billions and billions, which I'm sure they didn't expect when they joined the board five years ago when it was worth nothing. And they thought, hey, we can get rid of this guy. We've got four votes, they've got two. We can get rid of the two founders. Choose a little puppet man to be our CEO and make billions. Mm. I don't know. Who knows, really? I'm, I'm sure it's all going to come out. I'm sure it's going to be an epic... Um, like Netflix documentary, Netflix about, documentary it. about this. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be great. Um, anyway, uh, so that was episode fifty nine of the Speed Like Me podcast. It was chill. It was nice. We started with porn. 
We ended up with AI. Yeah. <laughs> with a lot of other stuff in the middle. Uh, all the words and vocab uh, will be in the app one day. But we had good stuff like a night and day difference, uh, like clockwork, jazzed and pumped to the tits. Uh, <laughs> That's just a funny one. A laughing stock, um, a cold open. That's what we started with. Um, cool stories about Chris going to a paper festival. Oh, yeah. And me getting kicked out of a Spanish restaurant. Um, good stuff today. Good stuff. So like I said right at the beginning, we are a corporate language school. We teach in a bunch of companies. And if you happen to be in a company and you like the cut of our collective jib, you like what we're doing here and you think, oh, I think these guys could uh, could be a fun teacher to have in my company. And uh, the rest of our teachers as well. We have a bunch of other teachers who are equally awesome. Um, you can get in touch with us. Go to our website, speedlikeme.cz. There's a contact button at the bottom. You can get in touch with Lenka, who's our director of studies. She runs all of our corporate stuff. And we can come and teach you in your company. And then you can have the full Speak Like Me experience. You can be learning in the app, watching our videos, learning from the leaflets, listening to this podcast, and putting it all together in your lesson by practicing, being corrected a lot, having a lot of conversation, and good times. Um, so, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, we would love some stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google as well. Help us uh, keep going up with the, uh, those five stars on Google. I think we can get to 200 by next year. I mean, by the end of next year. Sure, definitely. That would look great. Mm. Yeah, if we can average 10 a month, that would be awesome. Um, so yeah, guys, really hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions for us, you can email us at podcast at speaklikeme.cz and you can ask us anything about English, um, you know, vocab, grammar, things you saw on TV, or if you just need a bit of life advice from Jacob and Chris, we're going to start a new section once people start emailing Jacob and Chris's life advice. Uh, if you want uh, some, uh, what's the word, a light-hearted uh, advice from two guys in their early 30s, I'm firmly in my mid-30s. Yeah, okay, well, I'm in my early 30s, so, yeah. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're Speak Like Me Prague, we're on YouTube, we're Speak Like Me, and we're basically anywhere you want to go, just type in Speak Like Me. And that's it. Anything you want to sign off with, Chris? Mm, just uh, just a heartfelt thank you, as always. It's always mm -hmm. a pleasure to, to be here and filling your ears. Filling your ear holes, yeah. All right, guys, have a fantastic week, and we'll see you in episode 60. Bye. Bye. Bye.